and then help us out here and silence those cell phones just in case they ring during the service. That would be quite embarrassing, wouldn't it? <laughs> okay, uh, and we'll get started here in a moment. Thanks. Amazing. What? Orders from James. Oh, are they rolling? Are they rolling? We are rolling. Yes, we're rolling. Oh, okay. We so are we... A minute. We're on time, so we have a minute to go. So oh, okay. All right. Um, so, Nick, does it mean that church started up here or not? Yes, we're screaming to YouTube right now, but we haven't played the intro. Oh, okay. Because we're still... Nice. Away from yet. Okay. Anybody heard from Alex? Yeah. I, I heard from Alex. Where? How's he doing? Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved in our YouTube chat line uh, with your questions and answers and hate. We'll get them to me and I can respond accordingly. All right. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. How's everybody? So, um, did anyone work on themselves this week? I'm sorry? Yes. And what did you discover about yourself you didn't know before? Um, I don't know if I discovered anything about myself that I didn't know before. I just constantly make it a practice to be in the present and to be aware and to be right in front of me. Just whatever's going on, to be in that. And you haven't discovered anything about yourself that you didn't know? Um, nothing that comes to mind right now. Okay. So much has been going on with, it, I, it's, I seem to be very, very busy. So, so much has been going on. So, probably I have, I just can't think of it right now. Okay, amazing. And you've been working on yourself this week? Because you got to work on yourself, folks. It's easy to go down to the front of the church and sub Jesus and go home and sit down. Ain't nothing happened. What did you, you, you work, worked on yourself this week? What did you discover about yourself that you didn't know? Um, well, it's kind of like Rochelle said. I don't know if it's that I didn't know. I'm just really realizing that it's easier to just sit in and through the hell. Speak up, woman. It's easier to sit in and go through the hell than to fight it. And so, kind of like what she was saying, um, just staying in the present. And uh, I, I, I don't, so much just keeps shattering every week of, you know, perceptions that I had and seeing new things that 
it just becomes more and more clear that sitting still and being present is just the way forward. It's just and what was Shatter this week for you? Oh. <laughs> I think um, the depth at how evil things are, I think I just saw some things that, um, without getting too wordy or complicated, I think I just saw a bunch more stuff that, like you've said, like, you know, I, you don't know how deep evil is. You know, you don't know how deep all of this goes. And um, I don't know. I feel like I, the only, only way is to to be present and to sit still. And if if you're going to catch hell, sit in it, feel it all, and let God take care of it. I just, I don't see it any other way at this point. Okay. Anyone else worked on themselves this week? Nice. Yes, ma'am. And then here. Well, I discovered something interesting. I, I always thought I was this free-spirited person who was accepting of people where they are. But I realized over the course of the week, because I was very intentional about observing myself, I am so judgmental, Jesse. Yeah. And, I, and, it's, and it's unco I'm unconscious to it. Like, I mean, it could be something as, as minute as someone saying, I don't drink coffee. And in my, I'm saying outwardly, oh, really? But inside, I'm saying, who doesn't drink coffee? Well, are you crazy? Why would you drink coffee? I mean, gosh, it's an antibiotic. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I do yeah. that with everything, not from a malicious, you know, point of view, but just, it just happens. It just, I just do it. So when I became, when I kind of shifted that, and became very aware of, of myself and like Rochelle and Rachel were just saying and just became present, I, I realized that I didn't, I didn't do that. I, it ceased, it just dissolved. So okay. I thought that was interesting. That's very interesting. <laughs> very deep, absolutely. Okay, yes sir. Um, so I've been practicing the silent prayer um, for hours at a time, daily, and uh, it's been revealing a lot of things to me. Uh, you know, emotions, thoughts come up, emotions spark, and I con I'm constantly taking that as an opportunity to explore that emotion, where it came from, what it is, and it's been uh, an overwhelming amount of revelation taking place. So um, it's... Uh, very, very impactful, very transformative. I've been doing something like the uh, silent prayer for like over 10 years, but um, there's something that I got from you which was a little bit shifted, which appealed to me, and it's really made a huge difference. Nice. So, so what yeah. have you discovered that was happening inside of you you were not aware of before? Um, basically, just uh, like how deep the... Um, like, what is sparking my thoughts? What's engaging me emotionally? What's, um, what's causing me to have these? Because I have these little, you know, I'm noticing that, the, that little actions that I take, you know, I'm, I'm discovering the fear in them. 
and yeah. they're so subtle and you don't think about it because it's so normal something you've been doing your entire <laughs> life you know but now I'm noticing that there's like a very subtle fear there and behind that there's something else and behind that there's something else and I'm just constantly trying to observe it and make sense of it all so every human being walking this earth has fear but they think fear is normal, even though it's tormenting. That's, I thought so too. They, they think so it's too. normal. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. <laughs> is this your first time here? Yes, sir. What's your first name? How did you hear about us? My first name is Tariq. Um, I heard about you on YouTube, and uh, I flew down here specifically for this, and then I'm going to see you on Monday. So. Down here from where? From Houston, Texas. Oh, really? Well, welcome, man. Any questions about anything? Uh, not right now. I'm just here to be part of the fellowship and see how it goes. Nice. Okay. Um, right here. How you doing? I'm well, thank you. And, uh, is this your first, first time? Yes. Oh, what's your name, your first name? Gabriel. Gabriel, welcome. Thank you. Where are you from? I'm from Eritrea, Africa. Africa? East Africa. Mommy, Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy, Africa in the house. <laughs> Nice. Um, any questions about anything? I, I don't have questions yet, um, but going back to your question about what we have been working on, yeah. um, I discovered the silent prayers, and I've been doing that this week, morning and evening, and what I've discovered is I have a, a lot that I don't know, yeah. that I have to discover more. There's layers upon layers, Amazing. So, um, yeah, it's been positive. Have you gone and forgiven your mother? Yes. You went to her? Uh, my mom just passed away um, what, November. Yeah. Of last year? Uh, yes. And had you forgiven her before she expired? Yes. Oh, you did? Yeah. And um, how did she accept it? She's wonderful. She was wonderful. Oh. She, was, she was the ideal mom if you will. So. Are you married? I uh, was. Oh, you was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. So now you're free? I've been free for a while. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much. Welcome. Yeah. And how about you? My name is TG. I am from uh, Eritrea as well. Oh, really? Yes. Welcome. Thank you. And are you, are you doing the silent prayer and all that? Uh, yes. Uh, good. Yeah. Any questions about anything? No, at all. What have you discovered about yourself that you didn't know before? I see. So, basically, it's busy time and moment <laughs> we are. Um, I take time to acknowledge the moment or my surrounding. So we drive, we go faster. Yeah. We do not even know what's close to us or something that is, you know, it's good for us or bad to us. So that's all I... Nice. Yeah, a lot of people don't know they need to slow down so they can see what's going on around them at all times. They just caught up with, in their head, really. True. And just raising it around and have no idea what's happening. That's amazing. Any questions about anything? No, yes. Well, welcome. If you do, let me know. Thank you. Nice. All the way from Africa. Um, 
right here. <laughs> hey, Jesse, how are you? All is well. So let me ask. Ask if you forgot everything, everyone. If you forgot everything you ever did, so-called good or bad, you forgot all your friends and everybody, who would you be? The same spirit. And what's that? Whatever spirit I am. You would be that spirit? Yeah. And how do you know that? Because I'm here. Because you, you're here? Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, have you discovered thing, anything about yourself this week that you didn't already know or you didn't know about yourself? Um, yeah, but I, I can't remember what it would even be because is, as I'm doing the silent prayer more and more, I'm not, uh, I'm not really like giving thought to acknowledging the things that I'm seeing. I'm just, I know it's wrong and I, I won't go that direction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Good, man. Any questions about anything? Uh, no, I mean, I, I have so many questions for you. I mean, I've written them down, but. I don't want to waste time. Everybody should speak. So but this is not a waste I'll, of time. I'll bring it up. Yeah, what? Later. In okay. The conversation. You don't want to do it now? I, I would. Go ahead. I mean, if I, I got to whip out my phone, but it's dead. Okay. I, do, I have so many questions for you, Jesse. Can you think yeah. of one? Your phone is dead, you say? You can't. Well, okay. I just want to say, first of, first of all, shout out to Get a Job. Because those savage moments are amazing. They are, yeah. Amazing. Get a job or something else. <laughs> uh, you're, you're really funny. I mean, you brought up a lot of points to a lot of people. And uh, just watching the, the different aspects of how you're, like, you know, you're talking to everybody about racism. You're talking to everyone about different things. Like, what, what your point is, is that it's all about morality. Like, if you have morals, which is of God. And if, if you know that, the spiritual battle, it, it all changes. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's just, there's good people and there's evil people. Yeah. And if One you thing for evil, sure is either good or evil is nothing else but that. Mm. Good or evil. There's no in between or anything. Yeah. And I like, I knew that from, a, from childhood and I remember that and I used to, be Christian, and my mom turned me away from my own faith because she was Catholic, but I would go to church with a friend's family, and I, I saw the truth, and I've never seen anyone present it the way that you have, right? But it's, it's like dead on. Right on. Yeah, it's like dead on. Amazing. Thank you. Well, stay with it. Stay with it. You haven't seen anything yet. It gets better. Thank you. All right. Amazing. Um, did you discover anything about yourself that you didn't know already? Um, not necessarily, but I was thinking this week about how, um, like it's weird, yearning is weird. Like, like um, in my day-to-day -day life throughout the weeks, I don't really feel like I'm missing anything. I pretty much feel fulfilled in 
my life, and yet that there's still this like yearning, and it's attached to in my life to like wanting to be close to my father, and it's just weird because I don't really feel like I'm missing anything. A lot of things come and go in my life, and it's fine, but there's like this just yearning that I have within me that just wants to be close to my dad, and it just seems to be growing, and I don't really know if it's good or bad, but that's something that I see more and more, like all the time. Have you forgiven him? Yes. You did? Okay. Yeah. Amazing. I don't know, but it's, it's, it's weird, Jesse, because it's like I, I have space between my father and I, and I, I watch him and I watch myself and I just learn a lot about myself through like interactions that we have on a daily basis, yeah. and it's awesome, and I, I'm really grateful for them, and I, I think that's where that yearning comes from because I, I learn so much all the time, and I don't necessarily feel like I'm like chasing after it, but I'm constantly like just seeing more and more. Nice. And it's, that's the only yearning that I feel like I still have. Right on. Well, stay with it. All right. Anybody know what the biblical question is for this week, this past week? Yes. You know the biblical question. Um, what is the biblical question this week, this past week? What good do your emotions do for you or something like that? Yeah. What good do your emotions do you? Do me. And what you come up with? They don't do anything good for me. Your emotions don't do good for you? No, I mean, to me, having an emotion tells me I'm having a thought, and that tells me I'm having a conversation with the devil. So, I mean, I guess if I wanted to swing it one way, I could say the good thing is it makes me aware that the devil's talking to me, but... <laughs> Um, if I'm emotional, I'm, I, I can see myself worshiping the devil when I start having an emotion. It's tricky, though, because, you know, listening to music, for example, makes me feel good a lot of times, and that's something I'm looking at right now. You know? Music make you feel good? Yeah. Okay. Or, you know, sometimes music can make you feel sad and make you feel amped up and angry or whatever. And so I'm, I'm really paying attention to that because music is such a part of my life that I'm really watching that whole thing okay. <laughs> and being aware of it. Nice. Yeah. The young lady behind you, what good do your emotions do you? And speak from the chest. Personally, I, I mean, I write about them. So what now? I write about them. So you write about them? Yeah. Your emotions? Yes. And what good do they do you? Do you write that they do you good, or you just write about emotions? A little bit of both, you know, love and... And what an good do they do you? Um, I would say that... If I allow the emotion to pass through me, it also means that I lean closer to God to overcome certain emotions. Do you want to overcome certain, certain ones or all emotions? I know I'm supposed to say all, but I feel like personally it's Speak certain. from the chest? Uh, for me personally, certain. Did you say I know I'm supposed to say all? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> How do you know you're supposed to say all? Because... Um, I feel like we've concluded that all emotions are not Speak good. Speak from chess? That all emotions are not good. 
and and yet I I do struggle with that. I f I believe that there are some emotions that I I don't battle with. There are some emotions you believe that are good. Yeah. And can you give me an example of a good emotion? Happiness. Happiness. Yeah. And what good about happy emotions? You might be right. I, I, I could be missing something. But so, what's good about happy emotion? Um. It's like the light. So what now? To me, happy is like the light. Happy is like the light? Yeah. Oh, okay. And when you have happy emotion, do you end up having sad emotion too? Mm, I've definitely had sad emotions, yeah. And, and what's good about sad emotion? It, they uh, they definitely help me appreciate when when life is good and um, I turn to God when I speak from chess. I feel like I do turn to God more when I'm sad. So Although I'm working on that. I am working on that to turn to God. Right, and so the sad emotion makes you turn to God more. Did you say that? Yes, I did, yeah. So the happy emotion is like the light, mm -hmm. and then the sad emotion makes you turn to God? I mean, it's not always that formulaic, but um, in this moment, that yeah, that is my final answer. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be able to turn to God if you didn't have the sad emotions? Oh, yes, yeah. And would you be, uh, if you didn't have happy emotions, would you have sad emotions? If I didn't have happy mo emotions, would I have sad emotions? But would you have the sadness if you didn't have the happiness? Ooh, um, honestly, I, I just, I feel like I just have emotions. Um, and I can't, you know, I've learned so much from being here and, and to be with God, to seek God regardless of the emotion. But I have found that emotions, it's like my shadow, I can't. I wish I didn't have certain emotions, and yet every day is a process of overcoming certain ones, so. But you, you don't want to overcome the happy ones? I want to feel them. You want to feel them? Yeah. And why? For the same reason why I want to feel like triggered or angry, but to just let it pass through me and not let it control me. Oh, okay. So you want to feel it so it can pass through you? I, um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't actively seek out emotions. I just feel them. Right. Amazing. Um, the young man behind you. <laughs> yes, sir. What good do emotions do you? It sounds a simple question, but I've been struggling with it uh, since you mentioned it. Um, I think 
as long as we're thinking human beings, we will have some emotion, whether it's good or bad, right? Right. So for me, um, yeah, I've been struggling with some, you know. Okay. Speak up a little bit. Okay. Yeah, so anger is an emotion. Um, so is joy. So, uh, and I think as long as we're a thinking human being, we'll experience both. Right. Uh, for me, the question is like to be in control of it so you don't make decisions based on emotions, uh, even though emotions drive us to whether to love or to hate. Um, it's the discernment that is necessary or more important, in my view. So, uh, so you're saying that it's okay that we have emotions as long as they don't drive us? Well, they will drive us, uh, you know, if we're not uh, conscious about them. Right. Uh, and so, like, what I've discovered uh, this week, working through the silent prayers, is um, I've made some decisions in the past based on like negative emotion let's say yeah right um, and then uh, if I think about in getting into relationships because of emotions well that has really not been a genuine emotion either right it, it wasn't a genuine love or what have you I you know so yeah. we get swept away with emotions if we're not aware of them we make decisions and then we get into serious trouble, right? And so from that point of view, what good are they? They're no good. Do you believe we can live without emotions? <laughs> can we live without emotions? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. And why don't you think so? I, well, I think that makes us different from, you know, other creatures, right? Right. Yeah. So. But we are different than animals. Yes. Right. And, but if we live by emotion, we're living like animals. Correct. Yeah. So do you believe we can live without emotions? We can learn to discern, is my point, right? So, Have them, but discern them? Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and so the biblical teachings, uh, you know, allow us to discern between the good and the bad and, you know, not to trust the emotions. Oh, okay. But to let God do or guide you, right? Interesting. It's just I thought, I thought about it. Right. Would you like to live, would you rather live with emotion and discern them or to not live with them at all? Uh, I, would, I would rather live with emotions and discern them. Or not, rather than not to have them yes. at all? Yeah. Why do you need them? Uh, you know, we're moving towards uh, the future where, you know, we're getting robots coming. And so I don't want to be a, a robot. <laughs> you know? And so you think being without emotion would be like a robot? Robot? I don't think so. You think so? Yes. And where do you get that idea from? Perhaps uh, from lack of... Uh, you know, full understanding maybe, I don't know, yeah. but based on what I understand present day, uh, that's how I think about it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting, man.
I heard that before about the robot thing. Yeah. If you don't have emotion, you're like a robot. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, my point is, um, in the silence, silent prayers, in that moment, that's a beautiful moment, but I don't know if I can sustain that 24-7, right? But it's a place to kind of reset uh, your mind. Uh, oh, okay. So, which tells me that it's normal to be busy in your mind uh, throughout the day, throughout your life. It's just about the discernment that is really critical. Oh, okay. Right. It's normal to be busy in the mind throughout today, the day. Yes. Oh, okay. How many people agree with that? He said that as long as you discern it, it's normal to be busy in the mind throughout today, the day. Yeah. You agree with that? It makes sense to me. It makes sense? Oh, hold on a minute, I'm sorry. Interesting, man. It makes sense to you to be busy in the mind throughout the day as long as you're discerning it? That statement makes sense to me, that you would be busy in the mind if you were discerning Everything he said makes sense to me. I was just sitting here thinking if there's anywhere in the Bible that it talks about laughing. <laughs> I don't know. If it talks about laughing? Yeah. Uh, because it talks I, about David dancing and laughing and having fun. Okay. As unto the Lord. Well, because I, I, as I'm sitting here listening <laughs> to what he's saying and just thinking of this question again, yeah. like when just example like when you say certain things it's just automatically funny i'm not thinking about it you know what right. i mean um and it's it's just i'm looking i just peeled back another layer of this i'm looking at it so i so let me just say this is not a test we're just fellowship in no yeah. right or wrong and all that right? yeah so i don't feel like it's a test relax at all. <laughs> and speak from the chest <clears throat> blah 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 yeah no, I'm just, I'm really thinking about this in a different way after hearing him speak. Oh, okay. it made sense to me what he was saying. So it makes sense now that you heard him speak about it like that? What he said makes sense to me. It's oh, just okay. opened up another window of me to look around and, you know, I heard what he said. Right. And now I'm thinking about just basic living when you... <sighs> walk into a conversation and you say something and I just naturally laugh. I'm not, I'm, all that's happening is I'm taking in sound. I hear and understand what you're saying and I'm laughing. I'm not thinking about it like, is this funny or not? Should I laugh? Or it's just an automatic response. Oh, okay. With crying, I don't think, sometimes it can be like that, but I think with crying, there's a little bit more drama and conversation in the mind happening to make me cry. I don't know. It's, this is actually a fascinating question. I kind of was like, nope, emotions aren't any good. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. But now that I'm thinking about it a little bit more, it's pretty interesting, actually. All right. Uh, did you agree with that or no? Yes, I do. Oh, hold on. Yes, I do agree with that. And, and, and why? Because... Um, we have thoughts, you know. It's um, it's up to us uh, to accept the thought and play with it. So the moment 
thoughts comes to us, we have to make sure with, what is this thoughts comes, where from, and how I'm feeling about it, and where can I stop it. Sometimes we go through that, and it takes us and it's messed up the whole day, being sad or angry, yeah. and sometimes we say, okay, you have to stop here. Where is it, there is any way that I can get out to forgive or to forget or to move on. So it's up to us what we are bringing to our life or to our emotion. And where do we spend our time? And do we spend our time thinking about something sad or watching or listening? So we have to be aware our time we are spending in order to figure it out our emotion, our joy, our happiness. Uh, by the way, what she mentioned, if there's any laughter in the Bible, yes, of course, Sarah was laughing uh, when <laughs> the angel told her that uh, she's going to have a baby. Oh, mm. so, she thought the angel was joking? <laughs> yes, because she was old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, do you think it's possible to live a life with no emotions? For me, it's impossible. A a impossible? Yes. And why is it impossible? Because like, for example, if you have headache, that is not the symptom. It tells you somewhere else is your body is hurting. Right. So the emotion is telling me something is going on with me, feeling sad or feeling angry or feeling resentful, certain things in my my body, whatever. So this is, shows me a sign what's going on. It's up to me how I can accept it or reject it or things like that. Oh, okay. And so the, the young lady was saying that she, she has happy emotions and sad emotions. And the happy emotions are like delight, I believe she said. And I don't know what the sad emotion is like, but do you think you can have one without the other? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. That makes us human beings. When somebody's telling us a story, sad story, we feel sad with that person. When, so it changes with things that's going on in our daily life. Right. And so if someone came over and told you that, oh, I'm dying, uh, uh, I'm sick and I'm dying, and the person would feel real sad, very sad, would you feel sad for them? Yes, I will be sad just listening to his story. Right. And uh, we'll try to figure it out, that is how he get to that. And what good would it do you or that person that you feel sad for them? Maybe for that person, he felt like, okay, so she understand me what I'm going through, and uh, he's not or she's not alone, and um, there is always uh, a solution for anything until when we said no, there's nothing to do. So the person that died and crying about it. Um, if I'm hearing you correctly, you're saying that uh, if, you, if they told you the story and you felt something about it, you felt sad for them, they'll feel, bad, they'll feel better about dying? 
No. Like, oh, she understand me and let me die? No, no, no. It's uh, not like that. What I'm oh. saying is, it's, um, death is, uh, there's just nothing that we can stop it. Right. But uh, uh, sometimes it's uh, before we even we start, we finish. So he, he says, I'm dying. But mentally, maybe he felt he's dying because of one, two, three. Right. But he's already dead before he's dying. Does that make sense? He's already dead before yeah. he died? Because he was, <clears throat> because how he feel about himself. Yeah, hold him right here. Sorry. No problem. Yeah. So he's already dead because of the way he feel about dying. Yes, he, you know, sometimes is, uh, we feel something and we say, oh, my headache start. We own it without knowing. Yeah. So those are the things that they take over on us. So we have to make sure that is, that's not belong to me. Like you go to the doctor, you have cancer. No, it's not going to be cancer to take over. The it, same with this death. <coughs> he says, he's, I'm dying. Doesn't mean that he's literally dying right there, but he's afraid of death. So that, the death is happening because he's dying from a disease. And so he's not like, breath is still in the body. And so he's dying, but if he tell you about it and you feel sad with him or for him, then he'll feel better about if he die or not, at least he'll die happy. Somebody felt sad for him? Well, sometimes it helps when you, you know, people are going through something to be feeling what they are feeling. Oh, okay. Understand what you're going through. I feel you, but death is inevitable. You can die anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Is it normal for a person that's dying, physically dying, to be carried on about it? Or should they just die without, <laughs> without telling anyone or trying to get sympathy or anything? Well, um, I think, uh, like I said, uh, we are going to die whether we like it or not. Right. Uh, it's up to us how... How we do it? Yes. Okay. Interesting. That's amazing. <laughs> nice. Okay. Any other thing? No. Oh, okay. Um, you said you did not agree with that statement about happy and sadness, right? Um, did you say that? I saw your hand. No, I don't remember <laughs> if oh. I disagreed or, or if I agreed or disagreed. But um, and uh, oh, do you think it's possible to live without any emotions at all? Um, while I haven't lived my entire life without emotions, it's something that's difficult for people to imagine. I think that's why it's hard to kind of think that you can. But I've gone long, long periods of time um, with no thought, no emotion, um, and it's only thing that would come from it is increasing revelation, but um, I, I've, I've just I've done it for a long time. I've existed in that space for hours and hours and hours on end. I can imagine it's probably possible to be that way all the time, but unfortunately I fall and fall and fall time and time again. And if you went through with it for a long time, what made you come back to emotion? Um, my, just, just uh, the world around me, um, thought processes, work, 
um, friends, this, that, a phone call. Oh, I see. You know. What was it like? When you say you went without emotion for a long time, what's a what long time? What I mean time? by a long time is what I mean by hours. I don't mean by like days. Oh, I thought you right? meant like. So, <laughs> so I'm able to like maintain I that I thought space. you meant days and months yeah. and years. No, no, of course not. Of course not. Are you Indian? But that's what I am. Are you Indian? No, I'm not. Oh, you, you look like an Indian. I'm half, uh, half Pakistani. My father is. Oh, I see. My mother's white. So that's why I thought, your mother's white? Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, that's what I thought you meant, but you just meant for during the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Of oh, course. okay. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get to a place where I can be that way. You, know? you believe it's possible? I believe so. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I question. I help me out. I always thought that like psychopaths didn't have emotions. Is that right? Sacrifice. Sac psychopaths. Oh, psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Anyone that has emotion is a psychopath. They're narcissistic psychopath. I genuinely thought it was the other way around. I, I can't hear you. I, I thought it was the other way around, where like you can do pain <laughs> to someone else and not feel anything. You said what? I thought that's what a psychopath did, was they would hurt other people but not feel anything. Or maybe they felt good. No, a psychopath hurt other people because they're hurting. Human beings with emotion roam the earth to see who they can hurt, and they call it love. If you didn't have the hurt, there would be no need to hurt anyone. So a psychopath is one with emotion. Okay. That's why they're constantly looking for things to make them happy, yeah. or looking for things to make them sad. And you get in a situation just to be sad. If, like the young lady was saying about someone dying, if someone walked in and said, oh, I'm dying, I have cancer, the doctor said I have four days to live, and that person that's dying would expect everybody to feel something about it. And if you didn't, they'll call you cold-hearted. That's a psychopath. A free person would never, they don't need anything from the world. Practical thing, we do business together, we, we buy your goods and you buy mine, but as far as anything else, if you are free, you don't need anything from anyone. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and did we talk about this somewhat Thursday night? No? Oh, okay. All right, well, I'll come back to that then. But that's interesting. They got it back when they call it, I think they think that a psychopath doesn't feel anything, right? It's either a psychopath or a sociopath, sociopath or one of, one of the paths. It's somebody path. <laughs> what, do you know what it is? Which one it is? Sociopath is... I, I mean, I, I'm not a psychologist, I would oh. preface that, but um, my understanding is um, similar to what you're saying, the psychopath has, it's a degree of uh, feeling. Either they feel nothing or they're extremely uh, emotional, right? So 
uh, a psychopath, it's, it's, it has something to do with empathy. They have no empathy towards another human being that is uh, maybe suffering or in pain, right? So to me, uh, but okay, I, I answered the question. They don't, they don't feel anything for the person that they are attacking, but within themselves, they get a false sense of life. They get a sense of joy from it. They get a high from it. Yes. So they are still feeling something, and not like they're going with no feelings. Yeah. I, I've heard. I have. You know. I have no way of confirming this, but uh, I've heard people say um, before COVID, you know, uh, the the most successful CEOs are psychopaths or psychopathic tendencies, uh, which means uh, they can just make decisions quick without really concern, being concerned about the impact of their decision on other people. So their focus is mainly on bottom line, right? So how do I increase profit and all that stuff? It's not like the homeless people too. I, it, I like that. Go, it, it, it can go both ways, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Interesting. But they do feel something, that's for sure. They do. Yeah. yeah. Nick, um, and then I come to you guys, okay? Uh, what good do feelings do you? Uh, they don't do me any good. Uh, I originally, when you first asked the question, I thought, no, they don't do me any good. And then I thought, well, actually, the emotions make me, the emotions show me where I'm at with, like, my ego and all that. And, and if I'm having them, it's a moment to... It's like a, 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 you know, an indicator of something to overcome. So instead, I should be grateful. And, and so I thought, okay, then in that way, emotions are good. But then I realized I'm back on they don't do me any good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fickle like a woman. But, but here's the reason. Here's the reason. <laughs> um, because I don't even think I want to call them emotions. I'm thinking, you know, it's fine in conversation when... Com you know, trying to communicate with people, but that's the wrong word, right? They're spirits. They're spirits who, who, it's a spirit that has taken over. So it's the wrong word for it. And, you know, the word emotion itself comes from emovere, which is Latin. And emovere means to disturb. And actually, the root word of even that, it has a root word of, of, of it talks about spirits and demons, the word emovere. So, the, the fact that that word has a connection to demons and spirits is kind of interesting, mm -hmm. to disturb. And it's like, this question has brought to me, the, for me the question has made me, for me the question is a question of, well then what is reality? What is the reality we're living in? If the reality we're living in is that Satan has made a home in the mind and that we must overcome it and we must become separate from it, then emotions are spirits. And so... They okay. Don't do me any good. And so you feel when you feel the emotion, you say, "I'm feeling the spirit." I try to. <laughs> yeah. I try, Amazing. I honestly, I honestly try to think of it as, well, I, I've never really said it, it's a spirit, right. but I've always said because of bond and everything, it's a thought. But what is a thought? It's a spirit. It's Satan's spirit. Yeah, that's so, for sure. So in in that way, when I when I'm trying to just be aware of the thoughts, I am trying to be aware of the spirits. That's oh, okay. not me. And so to answer what you're saying about can you live a life without emotions, well, I don't know because I'm not there, but it sounds like we should.
because we should we shouldn't have these spirits in us. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like it sounds like not only should we, but if God exists and can destroy evil, then then there is a reality where we're without these spirits, aka emotions. Interesting, very interesting, nice. Uh, I saw I saw Raymond first, and then I'm gonna come back here, and I'll come back. I forgot Raymond had his hand up. Yes, Raymond. You said, uh, said uh, what, uh, what good emotions? Yeah, do what good do your emotions do you? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Remember that song, Absolutely Nothing? Yeah. Um, I said bone thugs, sorry. War. Yeah, war. Oh, yeah, war. What is it made for? And why do you say nothing, Raymond? Because, uh, because it's just another form of, uh, form of, of our dark nature. Every, uh, when a person has emotion, he or she always wants something outside of him, himself or herself. But with, uh, with no emo uh, emotion, that person is compelled to look within inside and distance themselves from everything around him. In short, that person must learn to find a bit of grace within himself. So have you overcome your emotions? I don't believe I did. I still, I'm still working on that. It's something I'm still working on that. But I pray that God, uh, God guides, me, uh, guides me to the right path. Right on. Interesting. This young man right here want to respond, and then I want to come here and here, and then I'll put my little two cents in. What good do they do you, your emotions? Your emotions, what good do they do you? Well, I was just thinking, kind of tying into your earlier question, of, what was it, something about being phony? And he exposes how phony you are when you kind of have the knowledge of what emotions are. I don't think we're really taught about them, but the way you're putting it, it's yeah. kind of basic, so when you feel these emotions, it's kind of exposing yourself as a phony. And you're like, I'm not really angry. That's not who I am. <laughs> if yeah. I were to like sit and think about, you know, I was angry last week because whatever he did, you know, <clears throat> and we we're working together, and he didn't do something I asked, and, or he didn't hear me, and I thought he heard me. So I get kind of frustrated with it, but I look at that and I'm like. Why? You just kind of drop it. Yeah. You know. Amazing. Do you believe we can live a life with no emotions? Never considered it. Anything's possible. Yeah. And why haven't you considered it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not too emotional myself. I mean, times come when I am. Oh, yeah. A lot of times I live without it. And then we'll be like, what are we going to do? Like, I don't know. Let's just go this way. Nice. Figure it out. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, like we, like yesterday, we were like, let's just go to Venice Beach to stay the night. Maybe we'll get to church on time, you know. And so, you're like, well, what are we going to do? Let's just go. Right on. And it was great. Here we are. Like, we're a little late. <laughs> but, yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yes. I saw your hand, right, Rochelle? Yes. Okay. Ask me something. <laughs> oh. 
You said ask me something? Yes, yeah. What did you raise your hand about? Because uh, I think it was something every, that was said. Everything that uh, has been talked about right up in here today is blowing my mind because, um, first of all, the biblical question, what good do my do your, emotions do? Your emotion do, do you? They don't do me any good. And, and why do you say that? Because my emotions are stemmed from thoughts, and my thoughts, other than practical, are from the pit of hell. And when I get caught up in my thoughts and have emotions, it causes an overreaction to everything, whether it's happy, whether it's sad. It's like um, I've heard you say before, it builds you up to let you down. So it, it's, it does no good. And overreacting you, to, to things do no good. Do you believe that we can live a life with no emotions? I don't believe that. I know that. that how do you know that? Because I've experienced it recently. And um, we we're, were talking about a man dying. Recently, I experienced the death of a very close loved one. And I was there <clears throat> at the hospital dur during the process of him passing away um, I was there for like two weeks and I remember getting off the elevator thinking aren't I'm supposed to I was thinking this thought like aren't I'm supposed to be feeling something right now aren't I supposed to be breaking down crying because when you go to the hospital and someone's passing away a loved one and then other loved ones are around everybody's crying and sad but when i was there i wasn't crying i wasn't sad I do was you just, ever, do you ever get happy um i can i feel like when you live in the present when you practice living in the present and being aware it's a contentment and it's peace so it's not happy, it's not sad, it's not up and down, it's just an even flow. That's the way, that's what I've been experiencing. Recently. So do you ever get happy? I would say no. You never get happy? I would say no. Do you ever get sad? No. You never get sad? No. Are you a robot? No, I'm not a robot. <laughs> it's just what I've been experiencing recently. And it's not me. It's not me. I know it's not me. Because I'm looking at my own thoughts. I'm, I'm looking at myself like, what is going on? How is this happening? How am I not emotional? And like you say, people look at you if you say something. Like, I was telling a friend that, I, that um, it was my uh, son's dad that was passing away. And I was telling a friend about it. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry you're going through that. And I was like, I'm not going through anything. He's the one dying, not, not me. And I can see how that sounds cold, but it's just the truth. And I was there for him. I was there to literally the last day that I seen him. And he was in and out of consciousness, mostly out of consciousness. The last day that I seen, but the nurses were like, um, they were telling me that. Make a long story short because of time. Okay. Then the nurses were telling me that the hearing is like one of the last things to go. So they encouraged like family and stuff to mm. talk to the person. And literally the, the last day before I seen him, I leaned over and I was like, everything is okay. God is you love. Over to everything okay? You're going to hell. No, 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 no. I said, everything is okay. God is love. All you have Tell to do is I let said, go hello. and forgive. <laughs> 
I, no, I, no, I was like, ahead. everything is okay. God is love. All you have to do is let go, forgive. Don't take any anger. Just forgive. And I was, I was just, then I was going on with other stuff that I thought that would help in the transition of life. But, you know, I don't know. I even said, well, I'm Do you think they were right going to send him to heaven or hell? I don't know where it would send him. I was just <coughs> glad that I had the opportunity to be there to say that, to not be emotional, to not be like crying all over him, but to have whatever light oh, okay. God put in me to be there and to share that. Because I don't know if anybody else would be like, oh, you should forgive. Okay. Let go. Nice. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And then I come to you. Did I, I saw your hand. Yeah, right? okay. yeah. Um, I forgot what I it was about. Well, yeah, I don't really either, but it was in relationship to this emotional conversation. And I, <clears throat> I appreciate what Nick said. Um, if I'm being honest, my ego's like, why didn't you look up the word <laughs> emotion and find the root? Because <laughs> I enjoy doing that. I'm low-key shocked I didn't do that. But um, I guess like what I said at the top of this service is like, this is what I keep discovering every single day I'm observing and sitting still is like, and I'm not saying what Nick said is the end-all, be-all, but the, and I know I say this every week or often, but the world really is so distorted and demented all the way down into the language and the words that we use to communicate. And it's fair to say, you know, we have words for, to communicate, but when you peel it back and you look at the root of words that we're using, they're masking... <clears throat> the fact that emotions are spirits bouncing in and out of us, you know what I mean? And I, as I'm listening to everybody talk and I, I look at my own life, I am at perfect peace when I am still and I am observing and I'm keeping a space between and I'm, I'm viewing myself as spirit and something that I'm, I'm learning about. I don't know who I am as spirit, you know? I, so I'm not emotional in that when I'm in that place. And I... I'm such a visual person that when I have an emotion, it's almost like I can see the world coming to grab me with that dangling, shiny carrot, like this outfit, this song, this movie, this thing, this whatever, this food, you know, and it's, it's so enticing sometimes to, you know, and then you jump into the future, you jump into the past, and you're like, hold up. So which man are you going to stand by, the first guy you agree with or the second one? I'm not standing by anybody. I'm just sitting here <laughs> listening to everything. And, and the reason why I raised my hand is because I'm sharing about, you know, when you're, when you're staying present, and I'm staying present to this conversation, yeah. I'm, I'm able to see different things. I, I also, by the way, for the record, <laughs> I didn't say that I was standing by that guy. I was saying that. It made sense to me. You oh, know I what see. I mean? Yeah. It does. But, you know, when you break down... But you're not standing by him. It made sense to me. And the etymology of the word um, emotion just really cracked open a new thing because... I didn't know Nate was that smart. I was surprised to hear him speak that yeah, way. Yeah, but <laughs> that really made a lot of sense because it's, it's you know... I knew he could words. fly a plane, but I didn't know he could look up a word. <laughs> Sometimes I'm 
No, he, he actually crash? did a good job with the plane. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Oh. Um, he yeah. didn't crash? No. He had a, he had a rubber landing in Colorado, <laughs> but it was all right. He landed it. It was good. Um, uh, yeah, I, and I, I do think there's a, a life to live without emotions. I don't have experience with that fully, but um, I think if you're... I can just see that in moments where I'm living at perfect peace, I can hear I can hear information that if I'm not in peace and I'm not in spirit, it will like I'll hear something it'll make me angry and I can hear the same thing 5 minutes later and it can make me laugh because I have no emotion about it, you know, because I'm So you can laugh without emotions? Can I laugh about emotions? I thought you just said, I can laugh and I feel nothing about no, it. I got, well, what I was saying is that I've just noticed over a period of time that I can hear something or read something and it'll make me irritated. But there's some days when I read something that would basically be the same thing and oh. I have no oh, emotion okay. about it and I almost to that I think it's funny because it's so ridiculous. Oh, I got you. You know oh, what okay. I mean? Which tells me a lot. Amazing. You know. Okay. Here and then the young man. I saw your hand. I'll come back to you. Let me take this young lady first. I was just going to Oh, this is what I was going to say. What This question reminds me of something you said um, that I heard you say before, which is, um, oh my gosh, I totally forgot what I was going to Wait, what was I going to say? Hold on. Because <laughs> there's been so many people before me. <laughs> I'm like, I've been trying. Um, what did you say? Well, okay, emotion, I don't, I forgot. But okay. anyway, emotions. If you think of it, let me know. I will. But they don't serve me well. And, uh, oh, this is what it was. You said from the moment we come out of the wound, we're being deceived, we're being yeah. lied to. And this is one of those lies. And it's the reason emotions are the reason that the world is in the condition it's in. And, you know, when I reflect back, I'm not a hugely emotional person to begin with, but when I reflect back on the moments that I've been emotional, it, whether happy, sad, whatever, it, it never, ever served me well in any of those instances. So, yeah, that's my two cents. Amazing. Thank you. Uh, right here and then, Sean. Yes, sir. Well, I, she wants to say Jesus wept. She wants to say Jesus? What? Do you want me to explain? Yeah. Well, it's, it's essentially uh, the point um, I understand you're trying to make is like to feel is... Is, is, the, is the mic on? Make sure, it's on. Make sure you talk into it. Yeah. Point, it, point, it. point it towards your mouth. Point. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's better. Uh, yeah, so uh, biblically speaking, you have to feel to cry, right? Without, without feeling, there's no crying. And so Jesus wept. That's in the Bible. Right. And, and so, is. Uh, to, so feelings or emotions are normal, natural. So I'm trying to kind of counter the argument that we shouldn't feel anything. Right. Um, Do you think that when Jesus wept, it was due to emotions? Well, yes. I mean... Interesting. Right. Do you think it's possible to weep without emotions? 
that's just a motor reaction. I don't know. Oh, okay. I've experienced that. Okay, I get you that. That's interesting. I hear that a lot. But I give credit to Gigi. Oh, you do? All right, Gigi, all credit go to you. And he listened to you, and every time the man listens to the woman, he suffers. <laughs> I'm suffering now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we cannot separate emotion. That gives us, you know, um, now you can tell them to put it that way without touching it, because they feel like you're about to shove it down the throat. <laughs> uh, I understand. Yeah. So um, what he was saying, I, I was telling him there's the fruit of spirit, good and happiness, joy, all those kind of things. Right, right. So the flip side is anger, resentment, all those kind of things. It's up to us to identify how, what we feel. Where is that feeling coming over? What that emotion coming from, you know, what tricks the emotion that we are feeling. So it's good to identify right away instead of engaging with the going all the way, yeah. feeling sad and angry because it's already take over in our body. We're going to be like, we cannot do nothing at all. So it's good to identify the moment that we feel that emotion. But emotion is for me is good because like I told you earlier, uh, when you have headache, it's not the symptom. This, uh, yeah, it takes you somewhere else. Probably you have some kind of low uh, you know, uh, blood pressure or you have no oxygen in your brain or it gives you a reason why it's, you have headache. Right. So, so let me ask, ask, is a physical pain, emotional pain, is that the same as a spiritual emotional pain? Wow, that's very interesting. No, for me, is the spiritual is, uh, you know, human beings, we have the body, soul, and the spirit. Right. So you have to identify the spirit is connect with the spirit, with the evil spirit or God's spirit. But the body feeling is when somebody pinch you or you have inject, injected, that is the Oh, when you have a headache too, right? The headache is the body. Right. Well, sometimes it's the headaches over thinking or something else. Yeah. So the head is the battle of the feel. There's emotion, feelings goes to our head. So other than the head, if some part of your body have pain, you cannot connect it right away with your spirit. It goes with your body. Does okay. that make sense? It does. It makes a lot of sense, more than you can even imagine. And I'm going to explain it in a minute. My little two cents. Uh, don't forget, I saw your hand. Uh, Francisco will be waiting for a minute, and then I'll come back to you, okay? Okay. So, uh, it this uh, question reminds me of... Uh, do your emotion make sense to you? I mean, what good do your emotion do you? Uh, they don't. I mean, I've been working with that for the past 20 years. Uh, it reminds me of a movie uh, there's of uh, Star Trek, and they ask Spock. Spock has no emotions. He is pure logic, and he's reason, and he's rational. And everybody else is making sen um, you know, fun of him. Uh, for myself, um, how I've been dealing with it, you know, sometimes I feel hot. Am I really hot? Do I feel cold? Um, is the coffee hot enough? Does it taste right? Those are all emotions. 
do I, uh, do I like this music? Do I enjoy this music? And so I've been spending my life in the last 20 years trying to overcome that. Well, let me, let me see if I can So do, do our physical emotions the same as spiritual emotions? Because the things you just name are physical stuff. Is that the same as a yeah. inner emotion? So what happens is you get drawn into the taste or you get drawn in by the smell, you get seduced. Mm -hmm. and, and so no longer a glass of water is not good enough. No, I'm, I want some soda pop. Uh, and that's the ego. That's you know, the pride in, you know, in, 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 my, in my body. And so I've been trying to overcome that by- Why haven't you? I have been. This you have overcome been, emotions? This is what I've been overcoming my emotions, you know. Um, and so you have no emotions now? No, I, I do. It's like a temptation. Um, listening to music, you know, you listen to music and you have to listen to music. So recently I stopped listening to all music, all talk, and just driving down, you know, the freeway in my car. I said, oh my God, I can hear people's music in their car. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can see them hopped up going 100 miles an hour. It used to be me. They used to be me trying to... You can smell their pot, too. You can smell their pot and getting hopped <laughs> up on the music, getting hopped up on, on whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've been trying to overcome that. And, and the more that I've over, um, overcome that, I become more still by observing myself. You know, I'm not really... The temperature is not really hot, or that is really not that sweet, or, you know, things like that. Like, I can't eat a donut now. I used to eat a whole box of donuts, but I can't eat a donut. That donut you brought me last week, oh, yeah. uh, good. <laughs> I will hope you bring another one today. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Got no. banana bread today. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of donuts, <laughs> and that coffee with it, uh. Make you want to slap your mama. <laughs> and so what I, the things that I would do, I would, I would go on, I would. Make a long story short. Can I run? So I, I would try to run as far as I've ever ran. Or can I swim? Let me try to swim for an hour. Let me try to run. Because I don't know. I'm discovering this thing in myself. I would ask myself, what can you do? What cannot you? Can't, can't you? You were doing those things to try to get rid of emotions? No, I do those things to discover myself. Who, who am I? What am I? Why am I you know, into, into the emotion? Why, am I, why do I have to have a heater on? Why do I have to have an air conditioner on? Because my mind, something in my mind, my emotion is is being seduced, and and I and it's drawing, it's making me weak. Or in a fight, when you when you box, and you defend yourself, when you get hit, you know why why am I weak that way? Okay. So, kind of a like a self discovery of myself. Okay, uh, right here, Sean, and then uh, then I gotta start winding down. Yeah, she had her hand. Oh, I actually have two questions. Did you say, what did you say about emotions? I was in the ladies' room, sorry. You wasn't paying attention? I was in the ladies' room. Oh, you were in the ladies' room, okay. I was saying that emotions aren't good because I don't even want to call them emotions because uh, they're like possessions, they're like spirits, actually. And so it stands to reason we should overcome them and that they, do, they, they, that they don't do any good. There's the awareness of it and all that, that could be a helpful exercise, but the emotions themselves, um, their thoughts, their spirits, and should be ultimately overcome. And what was that word you looked up, that Dinesh Shashir? Oh, yeah, I was saying emotion, I looked up the, like the root word of emotion, 
uh, emovere, which is Latin. Oh yeah, emovere. Which, which is Latin for to disturb. And then even even if you go even farther back, uh, the word the root words of emovere are related to the words like passion, and those root the root words of like passion and stuff is possession and spirits. Interesting. Is it possible to have like a holy emotion, like a holy spirit? I'm gonna get to that in a moment. Good question. Okay. Yeah, amazing question. Okay, let me take Sean and then here. And then, uh, yes, sir. What yeah, good I, do they do you? Your emotions do you? I had the same exact experience as Nick going through this, thinking about this question. My first instinct was they do me no good, and then I thought, well, there might be a practical use because it shows me what means too much to me in my life, and, and it shows me where my ego is. And then I got back, you know, today at some point I was back to the, no, they don't do me any good <laughs> at all. Um, but, you know, one thing I learned about myself this week is that um, having, an, having any sort of opinions or judgments about when you're observing within and observing what's going on around you, having any opinions or judgments about those things is a, is a real hindrance to being able to really observe and be aware. And so um, those judgments, those emotions, I mean, those judgments are emotions. So no, they don't do, they don't do any good as far as being more clear-headed and being more aware, and that's what it's all about. So. Do you believe that it's possible to live without emotions? Yeah. You do believe? And why do you believe that? Uh, I mean, emotions are all about the future. They're all about the past. And mm -hmm. real life, real living is all about the pre present. So it's not possible to live with emotions. Okay. Really live, like in the true sense of the, oh, okay. the word, you know? Interesting. Yeah, I had a bunch of other stuff to say, but I forgot, I forgot what it was. <laughs> You forgot? Oh, yeah. Um, I, so another thing I realized about myself was that speaking of psychopaths and all these words and being manipulate, manipulated by words, yeah. my whole idea growing up of what awake would feel like and be like is not only wrong, it's opposite of what I'm starting to experience now. My idea growing up of what awake would be like was all about being really into your emotions and into your opinions and like imposing <laughs> your will on the world and yeah. all that stuff. But it's, it's not just wrong, it's completely opposite of what I'm starting to realize now. And so the emotions, yeah, uh, no good. Nice, okay. I saw you here? Yeah. yeah. Here first and then you. All right, um, basically what I was just curious about was um, when you're talking about like a physical emotion versus a spiritual emotion. Yeah, like when you get um, a headache, you've got to have a headache, physical yeah, pain, headache. Sure, sure. But um, so like, you know, through a good chunk of my life, I've had this like kind of unease um, and anguish or something. I've just been constantly searching, seeking. I go to these meditation places. I go off here. I go... I'm just doing all kinds of stuff, and here I am here as well. <laughs> you ever know? went swimming? I'm sorry, what was that? Have you ever went swimming looking for the answer? Not swimming, oh. but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, go but, ahead. Um, but so I'm just curious, like, when you're, when you're making that distinction between a physical emotion and a spiritual emotion, um, this kind of um, unease that I feel inside of myself that's constantly making me seek and search and try to understand would that be a spiritual emotion? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, gotcha, right. That's yeah. what it feels like, but in the midst of this conversation, it's like what it uh, Lester was saying about the yearning. Yeah. 
Right. You're looking for what's right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And clarity and right. You know, I don't want to come from the intellect. I want to come from clarity, and that's my biggest thing. You know, Amazing. Causing nice. a lot of problems. But hey, here. Oh, thank <laughs> you very much. Nice job. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say, um, basically, I think ultimately, without emotion, there is something that fills that gap when you are in touch with God. And I think it's like a perfect contentment with all things. And I came to this, um, actually, and I'm, I know there's children that watch this show, so I don't want to get into details, but right. I had an experience that I felt like I wanted to see God. And I did, but maybe it wasn't God, you know. But what I do know is that there's no feeling there's no judgment, there's no anger, there's no hate. It just feels amazing. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> and, and that's what I feel God is, and by your definition. So my emotions, none. The answer is none. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, make it fast, Frank. Frank Anderson. So there's a, a very, very wise man who talked about this uh, in Ecclesiastes, it's uh, Solomon. And what he said about emotions, uh, you know, it is a time for happiness, a time for joy, time for sadness, time for dying, time for being born, and all those things. Uh, and so what he was saying is you, living life the human being is going to go through those things and not to get too caught up, not to be too happy, be, be happy, not to be too sad, not to you know, be too joyful, and to be moderate in all things, because this too shall pass. Okay. So, Interesting. Yes, sir. And then I got to wind out. I don't have any, I didn't look up any Latin words, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, just sure. <laughs> right. E pluribus unum. Um, for me, my emotions have never done me any good. I, I've never made a decent decision or choice or anything else with them. Um, my anger has dragged me right to the ground. So How about your happiness? It's, it's probably, I don't, I don't know that I see that it is the catalyst to my anger. I don't know like my, but, but I do, I guess I do know that because I used to play sports and you know, there are times when you win and you're just overly happy. And then there are times when you lose that you're overly upset. So I guess I can definitely see that point because the, the times that I was in the middle, it was, I could take it or leave it, right? Whether we won or lost. So I, I guess I do see that. Um, and am I over my emotions? Not, not no. And why not? If you've known um, that they didn't get you anywhere, why, why have you overcome? That's a good, that's a good question. I, I am working on it, but I, somewhere along the line, um, 
I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't. Well, I you say you're working on it. If, how are you working on it if you don't know why? I, I'm just saying I haven't been able to let go. Oh, but you're I working am, on it. I am working on letting Doing go what? of my thoughts and oh. letting go of all that. Okay. I know that other people want to have something to say about it, but I, I'm looking at the clock and time going by like 90 going north. Emotions are, every human being has emotion, right? Except for those who overcome it, they start to overcome. But people who are emotional are evil people. This, this happiness and this sadness or anger or whatever is evil because every emotional person has a hidden agenda. And that agenda is always about them and never about the other person. Never about it. If you really get to know yourself, you're going to see your emotions are never about anyone else but you. Even when you get into a relationship, you lie to one another and say, oh, I love you. I love you too. I love you. I love you too. But that is about you trying to fulfill an emptiness or something. And so you're even lying to the other person that you love. You don't love them. You're just trying to get something to satisfy yourself. And when you don't get it, you get mad. And now you're mad. It's still about you. You're still trying to get something to make yourself feel something. Feel better or feel like you're right or feel like something, right? And even the parents don't love their children because if they love their children, they wouldn't get mad at the kids when the kids didn't do it their way. There's a proper way to correct them without feeling anything about it. But they get mad if they cut the kids not doing it their way. The kids not making them feel a certain way. The kids not acting a certain way in front of the public. You're embarrassing me. You know, but you, you smack the kid pretending that you try to correct the kid for his own good. I'm smacking you because the Lord said beat him now or you regret it. He did say that but not with that spirit, right? Emotions are like, and I, someone spoke about this on Thursday night, emotions are like a gooey in a, a clogged up sink. You know how when, you, when you're running the water in the sink, if nothing is in the sink, the water runs through real clear, real fast, right? And as soon as the sink piles uh, back up with dirty stuff, whatever, food and, 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 and pot. <laughs> and, and grease or whatever you put in. Now you run the water through there and the water can't go through. It backs up. And then it creates a problem because it has bad up with the gooey stuff in the emotion. And that's what emotions are like. That's why when thoughts come, thoughts, you, if you didn't have the emotional stuff, thoughts would just come and go. It would flow through. They would just come and they would keep going. They would not clog up. But the moment you make it emotional, it gives you a feeling, and you hold on to that feeling, you're clogging up the sink. And now you're fighting with the, with the thoughts and the feeling, and it's making you feel good, which is a lie, or making you feel bad, which is a lie. But if you let the thoughts just flow through, you would never have the emotions. And what will happen is, and I'm telling you this as a living witness, I'm not even making this up. What will happen is, you, you rise in consciousness, because emotional people are here in consciousness, they're low conscious, right? 
none at all, they sleep. But when you let the thoughts pass through and the emotion will go with it, then you rise in consciousness and then you, you see how to deal with everything without having to feel it either way. Consciousness has no feeling. And when you mentioned, uh, and I, I, I want to tell you something about consciousness, but I don't want to tell you yet because you get that confused too. You're getting confused with emotions, the wrong kind of emotion. But up here, you, uh, because you can see and you're no longer, you're no longer divided, you're whole. Because a person that thinks happiness is good, gonna think unhappiness is bad, you know, because they're divided. But when you're up here, you become whole, you're just one. And, and, and you see things, and you see the right in it and the wrong in it or whatever, but you, as someone was saying, you would feel nothing about it at all. There would be no feelings from it at all, and you would see to do the, what to do without having to have a feeling or thought about it because consciousness is the mind of God. It's a clear mind and it's not attached to the emotion. So if someone, without trying, if someone said they were dying or whatever, you would see the right words if, they're, if it's even necessary. You would just see the right words to say to them without you identifying with it because we're not supposed to identify with someone that's dying or sick or anything. We're, because the moment we identify with it, we're getting a, a feeling from it. Oh, I feel bad for you, so that make me good. I'm such a good person, I feel bad for you, right? Uh, but, but there's a love up here that you have the right word to say to them without being attached to it. And, and it may help or it may not, but it'll be the right word. So emotions need to go. They are evil, they are not of God, and they do come from that lower level thinking, from thoughts. They do come from thoughts. So that's why God said bring every thought into captivity because we got to overcome thoughts too. Up here, there is no thinking. It's just a seeing. It's no thinking at all. It's just seeing. And seeing, which is the light of God, the nature of God is everything. Once you can see, you don't need anything else. Because now you can see. There's no second thought about it. There's no word about what someone else think about it or not. There's no anything. It's just everything up here. But down here is hell. You want to rise. God, God wants us to have his mindset. This emotional stuff and thinking is Satan mindset. And it's all evil. It's all wrong. There's nothing true about it. And it's always, always selfish. It suffers all the time. That's why marriages don't work and relationships don't work and businesses don't work because emotions make you expect something from someone else. And if you don't get it, you're going to war, trying to make that person give you what you think you want. And every emotional person, every person with thoughts and stuff, they think they're right in their thoughts. They literally think they're right. And everybody else, if you don't agree with them, you got hell to pay because you don't agree with that crazy mindset. They don't know it's insane. They just think they're right because they believe the lie and they try to make you accept what they think. 
because they're afraid not to think what they think. And, uh, but emotions got to go. As somebody mentioned, that's why we have these wars in the world, because emotions, thoughts and emotions. And so we try to make the other country, the other parts of the world be like what we think they should be. And our life not even working itself because emotion. Emotion makes you greedy. It makes you, as Francisco said, it makes you eat more than what you want. It makes you drink more than the thirst is. And um, um, you said something that's really interesting to me about love is long-suffering. Love and kind and all that, right? But you're supposed to have that attitude while you're overcoming. Count it all joy while you're overcoming a feeling. You have long suffering. You can wait and see. You can do whatever the world bring upon you or whatever the thoughts bring. You can have a uh, uh, Sean read a poem the other day about uh have a wait and see attitude, right? You can wait and see as you're rising in consciousness. You are not, you have no, you overcome fear and you have no problem with putting yourself out there. If you're afraid to get up and speak in the public, in this law of nature, right? You, and up here, if you felt a little fear, you want to face it. So you get up and speak anyway, make a fool of yourself, because you will see that you're not making a fool of you. The fool is the, this false you that made a home in you. It's not you at all, but it feels like you. We've been thinking all this time that it's us, and we've been protecting it. So it feels like it's us, but it's not, because we've identified with it as us. If we had not identified with it as us, it would never be an issue. We are not our thoughts, we are not the feelings, and we are not the body. But we have identified with those things as us, so we try to defend it. Because we think we are defending ourselves, and we are not. We are defending the devil. We are literally defending the devil. And so, if you got to go through something, let your, this fate you go through it so you can see that it was never you. And count it all joy when you're going through it. Don't run around crying and carrying on about it. Endure it. Be patient. Have a wait. And you will see all that stuff will start to disappear and you will rise in consciousness. You really will. That's why, again, God said, bring every thought into captivity. And so you really got to work on you. You got to work on yourself. Meaning that you have to be still and watch. You have to watch you and not someone else. But when you watch you, you will see everybody around you. Cause everybody got the same problem. Every human being have the same problem. Situations might be a little different, different at times, but it's the same problem. And they are trying to get approval without overcoming. They want validation. They don't want to overcome. Some people want to overcome, and they are overcoming. But some people just want validation in their hell. When a wife is crying because her husband said, I'm not coming back home, I'm done with you. And she started crying, you don't love me. Or he started crying, you don't love me, I thought you loved me. And what they're really saying is, they, number one, they believe the thought. The thought tells the person, oh, he don't love you anymore. 
He's not coming back. He don't love you. And then while you're feeling those pains, the thought tell you, go break out the windows in his car. Go, he got a new woman. Go down to her house and cuss her out and blame her for him. Take you took my husband. She didn't take your husband. Your husband went looking for that. And she was looking for it too because of her ego, something to make her feel good. And so the fight is always about what the thoughts said and the feelings. Rather than taking that moment and in the moment you, he's gone and if you feel anything about it, take that moment and go through it to see why am I feeling this way about it? It shouldn't matter. It's just another person. What was I needing from that person that I'm mad that they're not there now giving it to me? But what they'll do, they'll run and find somebody else. They won't overcome. They'll find something. Oh, I'm going to get drunk. My wife just left. I'm going out with the boys and get stoned. <laughs> Instead of staying quiet in those times and see why. Why am I want to get stoned because my wife is gone? What is wrong with me? What was it I'm trying to get from her that now she's gone, I feel like I'm dying? I've lost my God. I lost this. And if you don't look at it to see what it is, the devil makes you just find somebody else to do it with too. Emotions is just gooey in your, in your body and mind. It does you no good. That's why it's not working. Everybody and their mama are emotional. And if you think it's natural, it should be working. It's not working with anyone. It's not working at all because it's unnatural. The lower level, the fallen state is unnatural. The risen level is natural way of living. So when you rise in consciousness and overcome the, the abnormal uh, life, you're overcoming the abnormal lifestyle. You're overcoming being a human. And you become a spiritual and a body. And you will start to identify with that and that alone. You identify with nothing else. And it can happen. It will happen if you stay watching you. Just stay with you, no matter what anyone else says or dies or whatever they're doing. You just wish them well, but you stay on that straight and narrow, and all of your old teaching, which is hypnotic, will disappear. It will. The light of God will, it will light. We'll destroy it. It will destroy it because the darkness really has no power. This way of thinking and feelings really have no power. If you didn't do anything, it wouldn't do anything. If you felt fear and you just felt the fear and did nothing, it has to leave. It will have to leave your body. But the moment you take action, you're giving it life. If you believe it's you, if you try to take it out on someone else, if you get mad or whatever, you're giving the devil life, and that's what the devil wants. The devil has to live in human beings. And so if you don't give it life, it will depart from you and it'll find some other human being to live with, and they'll become the devil. You have to go and find somebody to live in. But it doesn't have to stay in you. But you've got to stop identifying with it. And you got to stop running from it. you got to run to it. And we do have the Holy Spirit. Someone mentioned the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit can care less about any of this job. It doesn't care about your past. It doesn't care about your future. It doesn't care about the devil. It doesn't care about all this stuff. It's your teacher. 
a spirit, a, a bit of God that he gave to us and he named it a teacher. And this teacher would teach us all things. He would bring all things to your clear remembrance. You do have a teacher, but most people don't trust a teacher at all. They trust an outside person, even though they're outside person leading them the wrong way, leading them astray, but they don't trust the inner. They don't trust the Holy Spirit. And a lot of people think the Holy Spirit is about hooping and hollering, oh, I got the Spirit. You got the devil's Spirit. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is not about hooping and hollering. It's a teacher. And a teacher does not need to hoop and holler. It doesn't need to feel anything. It doesn't need to be validated. So we do have that. So you got to unclog this gooey stuff called emotions. It's dark, gooey stuff. And it clogging up the mind so that the thoughts can't go right through. They get caught up in the gooey stuff. Let go of the emotions, then they'll flow. And if you stay with it, that will happen naturally. It really will. Emotions are not good. There is a right emotion that you're going to see for yourself once you rise above the lower, the abnormal stuff. Then you can love one another the right way. You can have the right kind of uh, compassion or sympathy, whatever you want to call it, where it won't be ego. It won't be vanity. It won't expect anything. You're not even trying to make the person feel good. You're just giving them the right words or whatever come, right? But emotions got to go. They don't work. They're never going to work. They're of your father, the devil. And we've been lied to about emotion. And closing the world push emotion now. You know how they tell you to be emotional. If you don't be emotional, it's like a robot. Oh, and that's what I want to tell you. That's the devil telling you that. He really... <laughs> the devil telling you, oh, if you don't be emotional, you're going to be like a robot. You're going to be like your father God. You're going to love with perfect love. You're not going to be like a robot. That's another lie from the devil because he doesn't want to depart from you. It's not true at all. All thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. And God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. And everyone that has emotion has fear. Let go of the fear, you can let go of the anger. Let go of the anger and all that other stuff will disappear. It really will. But you got to work on you. Any question about that? Emotions are not good, folks. Just think. Pay attention to you. You'll see how selfish you are with your little emotion. As, as you were saying earlier, and then I'll take you and we close it, uh, how you, you judge people all the time, right? And not, you don't mean to judge them, but it just happens. It's just, you got something to say about everything. All that would disappear as thoughts and emotions disappear. It really will. Because in consciousness up here, there, there, there's no thinking. There's no voice running around in your head. God revealed to us. It's a knowing. It really is a knowing without thinking about it. You're just walking in the light. That's what you're doing. Yes, sir. Never mind. Never mind. I'm good. You had your head? Did I answer it for you? Yeah, but I think what you just said kind of... Uh, okay. And so this fear that Yes, right here. The fear that you have, watch the thought, and, let, and if the fear is there, see what the fear is about. The fear is afraid, don't want you to do what? 
And then if it's something you can do, do it. Go through the fear. Don't, work, don't let the fear stop you from living your life. Go through it. Don't give it any, any attention. Just watch it. And it'll disappear. It has to go. It cannot make how you're not clogging up the drain, the sink with, uh, with emotions. Let them pass. We can have freedom right here on earth and have, somebody asked me Thursday night, is it boring living that way? Like free? Oh, I know somebody's fine. And it's fun working on your life as you're overcoming this stuff. It's fun working over your life. It really is, is absolutely amazing because you're overcoming all this mess that you've been living in. It's just been mess. Yes, James. Okay, uh, <clears throat> I have a couple of super chats to read that are pertinent. Steve Strzok answers the biblical question saying, people who I, well, I don't know if he's answering, but he says, people who identify with their emotions will only ever cope with stressors that challenge their emotions. Christianity is not about coping with emotions. It's about overcoming. Okay. <laughs> and there's a couple All right, more. Thank you. Thank you. And it was a super chat. Uh, Kale or Kyle says, is it possible to live without emotions? It's the only way to live. If you have emotions, then you aren't living. Emotions are using you to live, and you are dying. Yeah. Everyone who has emotions are dying. You're not living. And you're calling death life. You're calling good, evil good. You're not living if you're an emotional person. Really. Thank you. Danny Girl on YouTube asks, why does fear and anger, I mean, why does fear and evil exist? How does one overcome fear and evil within. Fear and evil? Yeah. Why, why do those exist? They're both the same. They're, they're, they're the nature of the devil and they are from the devil. Anyone that has hate, anger in their heart is of their father the devil. They have no love. Over, forgive. That's why he said before you can enter into the kingdom you must forgive because you cannot bring that abnormal nature into the kingdom. Is of the devil. And the light and the, and the darkness does not get along. It doesn't work. It just, you ain't getting in there. You can read the Bible until the cows come home. You can hoop and holler. You can speak in tongues. You can be a prophet or a prophetess, whatever the ladies that they are. Right? And you can be a bishop, a pope. You can be the head of the pope. But if you're in anger, you're not giving it, you're not getting into the kingdom. He clearly stated, before you enter into the kingdom, you must go and forgive. And that's why, because anyone that has anger is evil. They're emotional. So it's the same. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Did I see your hand real fast? Okay, and then I'll tell you. How do you respond with the, Jesus? He went to church and he saw them selling stuff. And oh he was yeah, angry. I was just responding to that. So, Go ahead. No, I want you to answer the question. So is that emotionally react or he was angry, isn't he? He 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 had because he lived in a higher level of consciousness. He wasn't down here with the emotional 
stuff. He saw how to do it without being emotional about it. But in the human being nature, they're, they're looking at this guy being, it looked like he knocking the table over, right? And so it looked like he was being emotional, but it's a higher level of consciousness that's different than this lower level of emotion. As a matter of fact, you can take your best action when you're operating from the higher level of consciousness than you are the lower because you can see what you're doing. And, but he wasn't in that fallen state. It, it was different than what we feel as human beings. And, and so he, he took strong action, and it looked like he was angry, and I guess the Bible said he was angry, but it doesn't mean that devil nature, human nature anger, not at all. It's, a, it's an awareness, it's a conscious anger without that emotion attached to it. And you're, you're going to see it once you overcome and you rise in consciousness, and this, this evil anger fall away, you'll see what it's like. And so don't try to figure it out because the devil tell you what it means, just like he's made human beings believe that Jesus had the same anger that they have. He's made people believe that, and they now hold on to that, and when they hold on to that, they're holding on to the devil's nature because they believe they can't function unless they have that. Jesus had it. That's such a setup. Jesus had awareness. He had love. He had consciousness. With you rising into too, if you stay with it, stay with the prayer, watch the thoughts, you'll see all that brainwashing and lie you've been told will disappear. Then you'll have the right kind of, I don't even want to call it anger, but you'll have it in the right way. It won't be personal. Good question. Really, because a lot of people use that. Jesus was saying, that's another setup. It made people want to hold on to the nature of the devil because they're saying Jesus had it. And they're in a fallen state and they can't see that. It's just not the same thing. It's really, really not. Yes. This is uh, James had a caller that asked about uh, why do we have uh, anger? What was Don't that? stand too close to the lady. So what it, what it is. You want to hit her with the mic. What? Don't hit the lady with the mic. You're too close. <laughs> so, small. Have you ever watched small children? Small children. They're they're born without anger. They're born without emotions. They're like perpetual happiness. You know, makes you mad because they're so happy. They don't have that. Um, it's not until they've been emotionalized by the parents do they have have the up and down thing. Okay. Thank you. Is that? I hope that was helpful a little bit. Really. And listen, you can't make yourself change. We can't change anything. Vanity is when you believe that you can change your own life. When you think you can change your own life, you're a vain person. We cannot change ourselves. But there's a God that loves us. He will change us. He doesn't hold anything against us. He's not like human beings. Are. God doesn't hold anything against us. We're neither saint nor sinner. We're neither lost nor found. We're neither up nor down. We're none of those things. Christ bought us back. He sacrificed so we are free, but in this lower level of consciousness, we don't know that we are free. We think we're a slave, and you really are, as long as you're in that lower level of consciousness, you are enslaved. 
you're in a box and you're just going around in a circle, repeating the same thing over and over and over again. That's all you're doing. You're believing a lie that the next one's going to be better. Next week, it's going to be better. Monday, I'll be fine. No, you won't. <laughs> it's just a setup. The fact that you got to think Monday, I'll be fine, means you blind. Why not be fine right now? You don't have to wait until Monday. Eternal life is right here, right now. It's not in the future. It's not in the past. It's right here. God is not into time. He's into now. So now is new. Now is new. Not tomorrow. Now is new. Right now. You don't have to wait. You can walk out of this room free right now if you wasn't so attached to your mess. <laughs> really. It's now. Salvation is at hand. Now is now. Now is it. Any disagreement at all, especially with the visitor, any disagreement? Is it clear? Yes. Okay. How about you? I'm blown away. You're blown away. Thank you so much. And, and how were you helped by it? A little bit. I'm sorry? How were you helped a little bit? How, how did it help you today? Oh, um, well, working on my emotions, like I have to separate myself from, you know, like you said, the devil is in me. Yeah. I got to get rid of it. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, it makes sense. And he will separate you from that because it's the nature of the devil. It's an abnormal lifestyle. Right. It's an abnormal nature. If you stay st still and watch, he will change it. The devil has to leave your body. He has to leave. And you'll be fine. Well, I have a lot of work to do. And all you have to do is pray and watch. Okay. That's all you have to do. And, and practice keeping in mind where the body is. You want to stay in the now. You don't, and if the mind drifts off, and it will for a while because it's so used to doing that, just bring it back to the body. If you can't think of it during the daytime, just bring it back to the body. That's all you do. Perfect. And it's working. Thank you. All right. Amazing. How about for you? Was this helpful a little bit today? Yes, sir. Any questions? Always is. Always is. All right. Uh, you know, every, every session, but um, what I, when I watch them online. But, uh, yeah, definitely. This is uh, very helpful. Absolutely. So stay with it, folks. I'm telling you, no matter what, stay with it. When this false self disappears, the real you will appear. It really, really will. And right now you have no idea who the real you is. The real you are. The real you are, right? I like is better. Oh, is? The real you is. Is this the real you is or the real you are? Is. Is. Okay, is. Nice. Thank you. So stay with it. Stay with it. And, and from this point forward, don't judge yourself about anything. Someone mentioned earlier, have no opinion. Just don't, if you fall down or whatever, don't judge it. Don't let Satan get you, oh, uh-huh, you thought you had it. Look at you. Don't fall for that either. Let that pass. Have no decision about it. If you go home today and smoke a joint, the devil says, oh, you just a trick. Talk about you can see. And now you're smoking a joint. 
And then the moment you believe that, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm a sinner. Now you're going to pull out a whole bag and smoke the whole bag. <laughs> you know? Because you just judge yourself. You just made a decision. Because that was a, God telling you that. God knows why you're doing it. He knows you're unconscious. So he's not holding anything against you. And just wish everybody else well. Wish your enemy well. That's your prayer for them. Wish them well. That's on them if they want to wake up or not. God is not forcing them to wake up. So why should you get mad at them if they don't want to wake up? To, to hell with what they think about you and to hell with what they think of themselves. You point the way. You say, hey, you know what? You can overcome the anger if you want to be free. But if they love their anger, they want to stay there, leave them there. Don't let them mess up your world because they don't want to come out of their hell. You don't owe anyone anything. Zero. All right. Brand new biblical question. Brand new. What is your greatest fear? There is one great fear that every human being has. It's their greatest fear. What? I see minds racing right now. Going night and dog. Their mama. Their mama? <laughs> he said, his, so your greatest... I'm not afraid of my mom, but I mean, that's what, what we're born into. You become fearful because of your mom. Oh, so your greatest fear was your mother? I think when we, like, are born and we take on that nature from the woman, What's that's, your that's great... the greatest fear. It's all, all the evil. So you're not afraid of mama now, right? Nope. But you still have a great fear. Yeah. I have a great fear. My, mine is heights. Yours is height? It goes beyond that. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but... I'm right, most people don't know. Is. You can know, but most people don't know what their greatest, and every human being has it. There's none that do not have it. Not one. You know what amazing? Men and women, it don't matter how much money you have, it doesn't matter where you live, or anything. Raymond, you had your hand for that. What's your greatest fear? Fear of failure. Oh, that's your greatest one? Yes. Weak. Mm -hmm. Failure to be a man? Yeah. Okay. I can't answer now. I, have to, I want you guys to really think about this, all right? Your greatest fear. Every human being, when you're walking around today, I don't care who you're talking to, just know they have a great fear. I don't know what it is because I don't know what mine is, but they have a great fear. Yes. So, so my great fear... Your greatest fear is what? My greatest fear uh, originally was from uh, the... No, your greatest fear now, not originally. Um, I can't talk to that. I have to talk to... I used to be a coward, so I know all about fear. <laughs> no, I ain't, that ain't my question. So um, <laughs> I overcame it, so I don't have it. Yes, you do. Okay. Tell me. Everybody in this room have it I right now, too. Everyone has it. Their greatest fear. Fear of life. Fear of life? Yeah. What is, scared to live lives. And what is living life? Being a human being, not a human thinking or a human doing. Oh, uh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. But that's not it. 
No. But I only want to say that's not it, because I want to, I want you to think about it. Yeah. Um, well, initially I was going to say fear of being exposed. Um, Interesting. Of your internal whatever it is to whatever degree it that is. That does as it is. But um, every human, did you know every human being is afraid of being exposed? Every human, but that's not the greatest one, but that's like a, a brother to the greatest one. Right, and then, and then, um, <laughs> then I started thinking that, then you said that, no, what is your greatest fear now? And then I thought that my greatest fear, because now I'm in a place where I want to expose, you know, I'm constantly seeking how do I expose, how do I expose, how do I expose. And now at this point, my greatest fear is not coming out of it, living my life in this death, essentially, um, not being clear and just being stuck in my thoughts and um, not being able to overcome it or something like that. So that's kind of in a weird way. Oh, okay. Interesting. A, a, an odd fear of mine and stuff, you know, so. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I put my little two cents in on Sunday, all right? Um, this young lady want to answer real fast. What's your greatest fear? My greatest fear is living with the out the Holy Spirit. Speak up for me. Living without the Holy Spirit. Living without the Holy Spirit. Yeah, all those kind of the fruit of it, even the kindness, you know, to oh, see okay. the right way, to think right. Are you doing the silent prayer every morning, every night? Yes. Every morning, every night? Yes. Every morning, every night? Yes. Nice. Stay with it. And then practice keeping your mind where your body is. I, have, I read the Bible, nighttime, daytime, I have the prayer. So I divide it. Well, do, do the prayer both day and night. He said pray without ceasing, right? And so that's why I'm trying to encourage you to keep the mind where the body is too. That way you always be conscious. You will be in prayer. So read the Bible. There's nothing wrong with that too. Not to remember though. Don't try to remember the scripture. The Holy Spirit will teach you that. He'll remind you. Nice. Okay. Doug, want the last word. What's your greatest fear, Doug? Not being able to eat lunch at lunchtime. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really don't know. <laughs> All right. That's the biblical question for this week. What is your greatest fear? And everyone has it. There's not one that don't. So when you move about today, you're looking at people with their greatest fear. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to stay with the prayer. Those who are seeking, those who truly want to overcome, you got to learn to be still. And let the spirit of the Father work on your behalf. There's nothing you can do about it. And if you're trying to do something about it, you're a vain person thinking that you're God. You're not. All right? So relax, do the prayer, watch, and you'll see. It will happen. You'll be fine. Um, be your own man, your own woman. Don't be afraid to stand alone. It doesn't mean, stand alone doesn't mean you're not going to associate with other people. You're going to be out talking to others, hanging out. But you're going to stand alone. And you see how to do that as well, right? So thank you all. Thank you for your tithe and offer. We'll do the super chats tomorrow. If the Lord is willing and the creek, all right. Thank you all today. Amazing fellowship. Thank you. <laughs>